Yeah. Weezy, yeah. Smoking legal. legal. I got more slaps than the Beatles. Foreign shit running on diesel, dawg. Playing with my name, this shit is lethal, dawg. Who you see? What? Don Corleone. Trust me, at the top, it isn't lonely. Everybody acting like they know me, dawg. Don't just say it now, you gotta show me. What you gotta do? Bring the clip back empty. You asked to see the ball, so they sent me, dawg. I just broke off with a 10 piece, dawg. Just a little 10 piece for it, just to blow it in the mall. Doesn't mean that we involved. I just what? I just uh, put a Richard on the card. I ain't go playing ball, but I'll show you how the fuck you gotta do it. If you really wanna ball, till you five when you're back against the wall. And a bunch of niggas need you to go away. Still going bad on them anyway. Saw you last night, but did it. Okay. How we doing, everyone? Welcome to week. Well, week, this is gonna be. Week two just ended, so this is the third podcast? Yeah. Yep, welcome to episode three of the 2022 Jewel Fantasy League podcast, hosted by yours truly, Mark Masafra. What a week we had in the NFL and in the Jewel Fantasy League. Let me pull up the agenda real quick. God damn it, where are you? Where are you, you little rascal? Nope, not there. Alrighty, on to the agenda. So we're going to kick things off by going over my matchup with Mr. Polino. Uh, this might be fresh on everyone's mind because Mike was just complaining today, as he always does, about the point system. Uh, Mike, nothing is going to change about that, I hate to tell you. The reason why I brought that up is because he he was because he lost both the past two weeks putting up 100 points and both of the people played against both put up 130, but I, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, watching Lamar just be Lamar is really so much fun. Uh, I didn't see that Russian touchdown when it happened, but I saw the replay, and I also didn't see the Bateman play when it happened, but I saw it, and I came in my pants. It, it's crazy that I don't know how I decided on this stack. It's a very weird stack, but they rewarded me in back-to-back weeks with 50-plus-yard touchdowns in each, so, I mean, that's what is that? You have 55, that's, the, that's like 20, it's like 20 something points, I don't know, between 20 and 25 points just off one play, and that's happening back-to-back weeks, and then once you add on Lamar's, I think it was a 70-yard touchdown run, so at 7 for the yards, another 6 for the Russian touchdown, 13, and then he got a 1 or 2 point bonus for the Russian touchdown? 2, because it was a Russian bonus. Wow, so yeah, so yeah, that's another uh, 16 points. So Lamar just got a lot of points from two big plays. He was had a pretty pretty flawless afternoon. Did he throw an interception? No, he, he actually had a perfect afternoon. The only thing that didn't make it perfect for him was securing the W, but, I mean, he did everything he could. The offense did stall out a little bit in that game, but, I mean, he put up 47 points. He, he really did a lot. Uh, looking over at Mike's side, Herbert, he, uh, he was doing good he was kind of scaring me because he just kept on putting up points and I, I figured he'd have what I was hoping he ended up with only like 18 but he got that 25 points that last drive when Herbert came out with like the broken ribs I'm like god damn this guy's gonna throw a touchdown and he did um the only reason why he scored a touchdown is because the NFL aids was in the air because the spread was three and a half so the age was in the air that he was gonna cover it and that's how I knew the touchdown was gonna happen that that's just how it happens it always happens like that look at the running back matchup Gibson did solid for my running back, too. I mean, 11 points, can't complain. Uh, Dalvin, I mean, he's got to pick it up, but the Vikings as a whole looked like shit last night. Mike didn't get anything crazy. Uh, Henderson put up his normal production from last year, 10.7. I miss him and his constant production. And Joe Mixon put up 10, but that's not something you want to see from your running back one. Over to the wide receiver side. Mike got a respectable 20 points from both of his wide receivers, but I, I mean, sometimes you need them to go off. The Eagles ran a lot, as well, Jalen Hurts ran a lot yesterday against the Vikings. Uh, AJ Brown was used a good amount, but they ran, the Eagles ran a lot in the red zone. DJ Moore at 11.8 points. He had a touchdown to, and he burned one of the Giants' garbage corners to salvage his day, but it's kind of hard to be. To be putting up big points every week with Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. Christian Kirk continued to surprise even me. I took him expecting he'd be good. 
after he signed that contract with Jacksonville this year. But 678 and two touchdowns. Uh, I think that's. Oh, he didn't have to, He had six for 117 last week, so he's got 12, 202 touchdowns through two games this year. That those are very good stats. And CU Lamb, it seems like that he finally found his footing this year. Uh, I knew that the Cowboys are an NFL team. It doesn't matter if Dak is in or not. Cooper Rush, you, you need someone to get up and down the field. Someone needs to catch the ball. CD, he uh, had 7 for 75. Very solid. Uh, good target share. What do you have? 11 targets. He had 11 targets in week one, but it just nothing. Wow, he went 2 for 11 in week one. But I think the touch on is eventually coming with him. Over to tight end matchup, Kyle Pitts. You know, I'm not going to even talk about him. He knows what he needs to do. Mike got good production from Darrell Waller in that crazy game out west in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona? No. I'm sorry. Las Vegas. Still out west. Uh, flex position, Rashawn Bateman, like I stated earlier, 4 for 108 and uh, a touchdown. But I think the, the touchdown was like 60 or 70 yards. So um, as long as he keeps getting those, I should be fine. My defense sucks. They're they're gone after the after the week. I've had I've had enough with this shitty Colts team and the way that they just underperform. How are you 0 and 2 after playing the Jaguars and the Te They're all one and one. What is it? Yeah, 0 one and one. But whatever. They, they, they've done shit for me in the past two weeks. I've already had enough with them. They're just gonna keep on dragging my team down. Um, Mike beat me in the defensive kicker matchup, 21 to seven. That's because the Indianapolis Colts suck. And Mike beat me in the bench matchup. So maybe that's something he can build upon for next week. Considering he needs some help as he visits Epstein's prison next week. Staring down 0-3 for the second consecutive year. Ouch. That is scary, folks. On to the next matchup. We had Nasty Nick 11-03 against Yurish. Uh... I, it, it doesn't help that Nick's quarterback, Trey Lance, got hurt earlier in the game, only finished with 2.5 points. Uh, Nick really got no production outside of three people. I mean, Jalen Waddle really went off in the fourth quarter of that crazy game at Baltimore. Finished with 36 points. Mark Insulin Pump Andrews, 22 points. He's, he's just so good. I really want him back on my team. And T. Higgins was solid with 16 points, but outside of that, he had no production. I think he had a combined, like... Let's see, two and a half, seven, ten. Yeah, he had a combined like thirteen points from the rest of his team. Like that, you're just not gonna win with that unless your opponent is also having a bad week, which yours didn't because yours had <clears throat> Tyreek Hill, who also went off too against the Dolphins uh, against the Ravens. But yours' team, everyone else stepped up. His running backs did solid. McCaffrey with 16 points. CEH with 14. Rodgers with a respectable 16, 200 yards, and two touchdowns against the Bears. Uh, Mike Evans got ejected from the game, or else I'm sure he would have had more. He finished with 7.6. Pat Fryermuth continues to um, have a good year. He's someone that I looked at and wanted to draft, but I'm an idiot and I didn't do it. Should have did it. I knew. I don't know why I drafted fucking Kyle Pitts, but whatever. Wow, Michael Thomas is the ninth wide receiver. Wait, that's just nine. Wow, he's got eleven catches on the year for. Let's see, what is that? A hundred, hundred about hundred thirty, no, hundred twenty-five yards and three touchdowns. Wow, yeah, good production. And the defense and kicker matchup was won by Yurish by a total of nine point five to one. I'm sure the Browns defense lost at least like six points in the final two minutes of that game because they, they blew the lead and they gave up some. Actually, they didn't really give up that many. Well, yeah, they gave up that a lot of yards in that one uh, long touchdown play, but they really blew it. And Greg Joseph just had no opportunities all night. Yurish won this one 128.26 to 87.8. And I believe that they, that moves them both to one and one. Yes, it does. On to the third matchup of last week. We had Epstein's Prison, a.k.a. Michael Moreski, and Glipblop was visiting the prison. Glipblop, a.k.a. James Brady. This one was very exciting coming into Monday night, as I discussed with James on last week's uh, episode. We were talking about, realistically, how many points does Meshi need to be up entering Monday, and we said about 50. And once I started looking, I'm like, wow, he's actually ahead by 50. Meshi does have a chance. Jalen Hurts really, uh, he's really crazy on the ground this year. Uh, wow, that's all I could say. 
But Jay Jet is let well. I don't know if Jay Jet has let him down. Kirk let him down, but it was definitely a letdown game. Definitely a winnable game that James could have had in his reach. Dalton Schultz leave early from the game. Not 100 percent sure, but he only ended up with 0.8. But the difference maker in this game was the almighty defensive and kicker matchup. They win championships, folks, and they win regular season matchups too. Meshi had the Buccaneers defense for a grand total of 25 points. And he also had Evan McPherson, who had 13 points, all from field goals, zero extra points. James's kicker and defense put up a respectable 22 points combined, but nothing compared to Meshi's 38 points. So that difference of 16 points was the reason why Meshi won. He won by a total of nine points. Uh, Meshi's wide receivers did really did nothing crazy. Jamar Chase under 10 points. Deontay Johnson 10.7. It's amazing he even had 10.7 with that god-awful offense they have in Pittsburgh. Aaron Jones went off, but that was matched by Nick Chubb. They both had, well, Chubb had 30.8 and Aaron Jones had 31.5, so basically about the same. The running backs were even now, too, because Saquon had 10.3 for James and Miles Sanders had 10.1 for Meshi. Uh, but yeah, the Meshi won this because of his uh, defense and kicker. On to the next matchup, we had Adam at Angelo Martinez. This is an ugly matchup considering Adam put up 84 and Angelo put up 90, excuse me, 93. So an under 100 for both teams matchup. Angelo won this game with his quarterback, Matt Ryan, putting up a measly, measly 1.8 points because he had three interceptions and under 200 yards thrown. Even his first round pick, the first overall pick of the draft, Derrick Henry put up under 10 points and he still won. The defense and kicker were even for both sides. Adam had 18 points total from his defense and kicker, 8 from Denver defense, and 10 from Ryan Suckup, and Angelo had 13 from San Francisco defense, and 5 from Cade York. So, who, where did this get won? Angelo's wide receivers is where this game was won. Amari Cooper had 21.6 games in the uh, as the Browns played the Jets, and Tyler Lockett, wow, he had 16 points. What did DK do yesterday? Sorry. Need to look this up. DK Henley at five. Yeah, I mean that that's just a weird offense, especially with Geno Smith throwing the ball and they, they have no identity. It's just a, it's very weird. Uh yeah. Uh, Angel had slightly better production from his running backs. I don't know why Adam ever took Zeke. Zeke is so fucking garbage. Um Pat Mahomes finished with the measly 17.3 points. I guess it was a divisional matchup game. He put up 235 yards and two touchdowns, so I guess that's solid. You just expect the better from the rest of your team. Uh, looking at the benches, Adam had Damian Harris on the bench, 15.7. I guess, yeah, if he started Damian Harris in his starting lineup over Zeke, he would have won it, but very interesting, very interesting going forward. I don't expect this to happen consistently with Adam's team, but took the L last week, and they both, I think this is another one and one Yep, both are one and one I just realized I didn't say the records for Meshi and James, they're also, well, I'm sorry, Meshi is 2-0 at the one seed right now, and James is 1-1. One one. On to the fifth matchup of the week, the stack, aka John Plano. Excuse me, gotta rip some water. <clears throat> Fuck. At uh, John Fenty, so it was a it was a John matchup this week. John Plano defeated John Fenty with the score of 142 to 126. John was down by I think like 40 something points going into Monday because he had uh, Josh Allen. Oh no, I think he was down by a lot more. So John had Josh Allen playing, Stefan Diggs playing, and Dallas. Is that name Dallas Goddard? Dallas Goddard playing, and Fenty had uh, Fenty had no one. So let's see. John won by 16. Josh Allen put up 30. That's that's 70 with another 10. That's 80. 80 minus 16. So if Fenty was up by 64 points going into Monday Night Football, and all Diggs and Allen did was was link up for three fucking touchdowns Diggs had 12 148 and three touchdowns in the buffalo route of the titans josh allen had 30 points with 317 yards 
and four passing touchdowns. Only 10 rushing yards. John got three points from his both of his running backs combined. Fenty won the defense and kicker battle by ooh, 34 23. So if Fenty won the defensive kicker battle by 11 points, he beat uh, Plano's running backs by 20 points. It's pretty amazing that John won this game. He really could thank, uh, wow, even Mike Williams. He went off with 22 points for John because Keenan Allen was out. Devontae Adams with a measly 8 points. Derek Carr forgot how to play football in the second half and overtime of that game. Wow, John, John's stack really... Wow, that, that the 70 points from two players, that's really going to do it to you, especially on a Monday. That's got to feel good going into next week, starting to build momentum. Fenty had, uh, oh wow, Fenty had Kyler Murray. So Fenty was even stressing it out probably before he even realized that John had players left on Monday because Kyler Murray had like one point at half and then he just remembered how to play football again, even though he sucks. It's not because he's short, it's just because he just sucks and he's not good at football. Um... Fenty has Cooper Cup, and Cup's going to put up 30 a week. I don't know why I ain't draft Cup. It's because I'm a fucking idiot, and I took Dalvin instead. But we're going to talk about that. I like Fenty's defense going forward of Buffalo. Uh, I don't know why I didn't take them. They are definitely going to be the best defense in fantasy football this year. They have a great uh, rush, starting with Von Miller. I think he might already have three or four sacks this season already, which is wild. He just seems to be getting better and better, and he... He just keeps it going out to these good teams, and they just, it seems like he just helps them and gives them that extra push. And this might be the year that the Bills finally do it and win the damn thing. But this, uh, after this matchup, this moves both of them to one and one. Last matchup of the week, the defending champ, Kieran Corrigan, was visiting Florida Nick. Uh, Nick continues to put up poor showings in the league in his inaugural season 73.68 points. Uh, this is uh, not looking good for Nick. He's definitely got to do something. He got three points total from his, well, I guess from the wide receiver spots. His other wide receiver that he started in the flex, Jacoby Myers, put up 14. So, I mean, that's still not good, though. I mean, Jerry Judy had one catch. Juju had three catches. I don't know why Nick ever drafted Juju and would start him. Uh, yeah, Kieran... Wow, Amonra St. Brown with 36 points. I mean, no one on Kieran's team did crazy, but Kieran just won this. I think he... Kieran with another goose egg from Cole Komet. Back-to-back zeros. That is crazy. Yeah, he's going to be gone soon. Wow, Tony Pollard with 17.8 points. I'm sure Kieran would probably start him soon. Get James Conner out of the lineup. Uh, Kieran also had Cortland Sutton go for 17.2 points, which is very good. But, you know, you, you want that touchdown to get that over 20, but still good. Russell Wilson seems to be still finding his footing on the Broncos. That was an ugly game, but they pulled out the win, but he only had 11 points. Uh, damn, Kieran has Graham Gano, who has been on fire for the Giants recently. He just put up 17 points last week. Oh, I'm sorry, not on fire. He's been on. He's been good on the Giants. I'm sorry because in Week One he only had one point because they only gave him an opportunity to kick once. But he, he's been good ever since he joined the Giants. So, um, yeah, just looking at this, it seems that Kieran is gonna keep on chugging on, and it seems that Nick needs help fast. So Kieran moves to two and zero. I'm gonna say yep, two and zero right behind Meshi, and Nick moves to O and. Two. Done, done, done. Looking at the uh, the Jewel Fantasy League headlines, Mike is 0-2 again for the second consecutive year. That's definitely not something he envisioned when he was sitting in the diner. I'm sure if someone told him that, he'd be like, I don't want to play in a league that doesn't have a point system. And he is visiting the Epstein prison next week with possibly 0-3 looking at him. And that's definitely not something he wants to be doing. Mr. Michael Moreski is the one seed. I, I couldn't believe my eyes today, but it seems like he uh, he has some grit in him this year. Kind of crazy. The defending champ, Mr. Kieran Corgan, has been playing some great defense so far. He has only allowed 153 points in the season so far. That is the best in the league right now by a pretty resounding number, by about 30 points. So, hey, folks, defense wins championships. 
there are eight people in the league that are one and one. I know it's early, but it's just always weird seeing that so many people are one and one. And it's kind of weird seeing the path that all these teams will take throughout the year. It's all going to get sorted out, obviously. Uh, but as I always say, it's early. I described this before in his matchup, but Florida Nick needs help, and he needs help fast. He He's only put up 161 points so far this season, and that, that's not going to cut it. I mean, at least if you're losing games and putting up a lot of points, there's always a chance that you get a few wins at the end of the year, so you prevent going in last, and you have the tiebreaker because of the points. But if you're not winning games and you're not putting up points, you're really just digging yourself a very deep hole. He's got to blow up the team fast. He's got to have a sit-down meeting. He's got to get them going. I don't know what he's got to do. Uh, teams are also starting to take shape. You could start to see the teams that who could be good in the long run and uh, who just don't have it. I believe, I, I think I have a solid team. I think everyone, Pitts and Cook, once they get it going, I think I'll have a, a solid floor team. Hopefully Lamar keeps up what he's doing. Plano's team is pretty good. I don't know why he's bitching. Like his team's gonna be fine. He's gonna make the playoffs. I don't know why he's crying. Uh, you just gotta keep your head down, Mike, and keep grinding. Yours's team also looks very good too. He's not. Maybe he'll. Uh, his problem the past few years has always been he's just been playing mind games with himself, and he starts the wrong player in like decisive games in like week twelve and week thirteen, and it blows. And like he loses them, and then he misses the playoffs. Um. But, I mean, he does always have, like, four or five wins going to those games. So, I mean, you, you got to get the wins early on in the season. Meshi's team also looks very good, too. I think he has a very high floor team, which is good to make the playoffs because that will guarantee you about six or seven wins, which is about how many you need to, to make the playoffs. And once you make the playoffs, anything will happen. Of course, James' team is – yeah, James has a very good team. We've discussed this before. Um, Adam and Angelo's team – Interesting. They're very interesting teams. Uh, we're we're going to have to see how what more goes on throughout the year. Uh, John Polino's team, he has a great stack going on and also a wide receiver two situation, but his running backs, he needs help at running back. Uh, <clears throat> not good. He's not starting any. Well, I guess Kamara is hurt, but I mean, I don't know how much, how good Kamara is going to be this year. So we'll have to see. Fenty's team is also looking solid too. Would Fenty how many points did Fenty put up in week one? They put up more than me, I guess. Uh, Fenty's team is looking solid, <clears throat> and Kieran's team. I'm really not a fan of Kieran's team at all. Uh, he's playing great defense, so that's why he's two and zero. Maybe he'll keep up this great defense throughout the year. He'll be like the Steelers of the pandemic year, when they were like eleven and zero, but they just like kept winning games like. 13 to 10 because the defense was like insane and Ben Roethlisberger couldn't throw the ball more than like two yards. Um, let's see who Kieran plays next week and see if he keeps this up. Oh, and also he, Nick, Nick Nitov, as I've stated before. Looking ahead to next week. God damn it. Give me a second. Oh, I forgot to uh, also mention forgot to give out the him award so after sunday's games even though lamar did lose he was uh him worthy as he helped lead me to a victory but after what i after what Diggs did on monday i mean he's he's the he's the easy uh choice here i mean not only did he help his team win 41 to 7 but he, john's team also pro he propelled them to victory too with a 12 148 and three touchdown stat line and there are clips of him on twitter saying he is him so he he has finally gotten the uh the coveted award this year <clears throat> um let's see looking ahead to next week like i said kieran please john polino so if John doesn't get his production from his stack, it looked like he, he might be under 100. So, And Kieran just needs to break that 100. So Kieran might be 3-0 with only like 230 points allowed in three games. So, I mean, hey, get your wins as you can get them. Uh, looking over at the NFL of the week, the Giants, the G-Men, the New York football Giants are 2-0. I know. 
very crazy. I, I don't understand it either. But we scraped out a win against the Panthers on Sunday. Dayball is insane. And uh, we play the Cowboys this upcoming Monday without Dak at home. Very possible we end up 3-0. and we, we finish September undefeated for fucking uh, maybe the, I don't know, God knows how long. Maybe since like 2008, the last time they were like really good. Uh, I'm not saying they're really good, but I'm saying the last time that it would be possible that they were 3-0 and in September was when they were really good, which was 2008. But I don't like talking about that year because they could have repeated if Plaxico Burris didn't bring a gun to a nightclub, wearing sweatpants, and then he shot himself, and it was just all bad. Whatever. Uh, the witching hour in the NFL, it's really just world-class entertainment. Every Sunday at around, like, I don't know, 3. The 1 p.m. games, they have, like, some gypsy spell around them where it is just wild. Like, Roger Goodell, like, flips the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings switch, and every game just starts going crazy. I really don't understand what happened. Uh, so, let's see. The Jets came back down 13. Within two minutes left, they recovered an onside, and then Joe Flacco led them on a game-winning drive. Uh, let me, let me, hold on, I'm sorry, let me pull up all the scores from last week. Uh, the Lions-Commanders game, that game got a little wild at the end. Uh, the Commanders messed up two two-point conversions, so they were down nine points when they scored their last touchdown with like a minute something left, so the age was out of the air. So that's why they weren't going to recover the onside. Uh, Patriots-Steelers, that was just a weird game. Uh, Jaguars-Colts, I mean, just fucking... Coles. The Dolphins Ravens that that might have been like the craziest game like in a long time. I don't know how they did that. They were down 21 points in the fourth quarter. Um just insane. The, the Ravens are minus three and a half, and I had them in a parlay with like five other teams. So I mean it was all gonna be a long shot anyway. But the fact that they blew it like that, um, I'm glad that they lost and they then only win by three because you don't deserve to win a game by three if you're just gonna blow it all. Just just lose everything at that point and they did and i hope that uh they remember that for the rest of the season that they have to keep scoring points and lamar has to break 50 points once a season falcons rams game i didn't really see that much into but it only ended wow the falcons outscored them by 14 in the fourth quarter uh the other crazy game i did not see this game but i did watch the highlights i was on the flight i was on a flight back from texas Cardinals Raiders game. I just saw that when I got on the plane that Kyler was just being classic Kyler that he sucks and all the video game jokes were being made. And then they come back and they won in overtime. Like I don't understand that. I really don't. It, it, the NFL is just really crazy. Uh, the Eagles apparently are good. They well, I mean, are they good? They have they have a good rushing attack. That is something we know. The Vikings are bad on prime time, so I guess. Everything that happened, happened as it should. But the Eagles are 2-0 along with the Giants. Uh, I know, just as everyone predicted. But I, it seems like the Eagles have their identity figured out. They play defense and they run the ball. Those are two things that everyone always says they need. a team needs to do in order to win in the NFL. The AFC South finally records a win, albeit they played, they played another team in the AFC South. So it had to happen unless there was going to be another tie. So the Jaguars won the first game in the AFC South as they moved to 1-1 one and one and to the top of the division. And the Colts moved to 0-1-1. The NFC West and the NFC North are all 1-1, one and one, but that's going to get itself sorted out. Uh, after week one, everyone thought that we're pretty high in the Vikings, but uh, yeah, we just saw just classic week one overreaction. Uh, but the NFC West is interesting because Jimmy G is back as a starter for the 49ers. And even though everyone said, even though like he lost the job to Trey Lance, he is a winning quarterback. I don't know how he wins. It's just, he just, maybe the team believes in him. But that's something to look, to look at going forward. I mean, the Seahawks aren't going to contend for anything. Uh, the Rams look like they've lost a lot of pieces from last year. So, I mean, what if the 49ers just end up winning the division? That'd be crazy. And then they part ways with Jimmy G again. But that would be weird. Uh, I wouldn't say there's any garbage teams in the NFL yet. Maybe the Bears. I mean, they did get a win, though, in a weird game against the Niners. But no garbage teams yet. Everything is still sorting itself out. I believe the Bengals and the Titans, they will, uh, they're going to get their wins next week. They're, 
they both made the playoffs last year, and I believe that they start picking it up soon. <clears throat> no crazy injuries yet. I know we have the Herbert cartilage issue. Mike Evans got suspended. Kamara was out last week, but there hasn't been any big running back injury. Well, I guess there was a big injury, Trey Lance, but in terms of the running backs and wide receiver-wise, nothing yet. But I'm sure as the season goes on, something will arise. Uh, that's everything I have for you guys this week. I hope you guys enjoy the interview I have coming up next, and thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome to the third guest on the Jewel Fantasy League podcast. I'd like to formally invite Mr. Moreski. Moreski, I'm sorry, Moreski. Well, it's good to be on here finally. <clears throat> yeah, I think this this is, this is the first time. My first time. Damn, you pop in your chair. I gotta be honest. This is my first season where I think I've listened to every episode of the podcast so far. Well, so far this has been the only season that I, actually. Now last year I was good through September, but you like, sent a few, didn't you, last year? Yeah, but I st- I really got choppy with it after like mid October. That's all right. It was a warm up year. It was exactly. <clears throat> so interesting start to the season for you. Very interesting start. Couple of close, uh, close games the first two weeks. Your first week was close too. Uh, yeah, I think I beat John by uh, Point. seven points or six, six points. Oh, five and a half actually. Yeah, five and a half. Uh, both under a hundred. Yep. Well, let's talk about this week. So, you had James coming in. He was coming to the prison. He had a uh, very a statement in week one with 145 points. I mean, coming into the week, were you uh, were you scared? How were you feeling? Uh, I was a little nervous at first. Jamie's usually has good teams in the league. So, it was – my projection was 105. His was 112. I mean – I don't pay too much attention to the projections because it's like anything can happen. Mm. And then it was a little going into the week. I mean, it wasn't a bad start. My team did a little what, pretty well. Brady didn't do anything. His defense, like the box, right. really stepped it up for me. And so did McPherson. And then everybody else did somewhat all right. But and then Aaron Jones, Sunday night, really just went off. And then I was up. I think a little under 50 going into Monday night. Mm. And I was watching it at Jimmy's house within the games. <laughs> the first one, he had bass in it, so it wasn't too bad to have yeah. to deal with. But the second game was. Oh, it, man, you guys watch it together? That's mm-hmm. not. It was, uh, I was very, very antsy. Couldn't really sit still. Um, it's funny, though, because. It when James was on the podcast last week, we were discussing it and I was doing the math. I'm like, I f- like, and then we saw that James had three players left on Monday after Sunday. And I'm like, yeah, match mm-hmm. up at least by 50 on Monday for him to uh, have a chance. And it came out to be like that. Um, who did you like, who do you ex- expect on your team to do, to do better, but they just shit the bed. Uh, definitely Brady for starters. Yeah. 9.4 points. Jamar, I expected him to do a little bit better than 8.3. Deontay did – he did all right, 10.7. Higby yeah, did Higby did very well for, you know, the tight end. Uh, Marquise Brown, 9.8. That's not too too bad in the Bucks defense. And it's just – I'm having trouble here with my running back situation at RB2. So I have ETN. And J-Rob, when I started ETN week one, he did shit. And J-Rob had like uh, like 20 points, I think, around there. Mm. So I didn't start him this week. And I just started Miles, who in that game started off very slow last night. And it seemed like Jalen was just doing all the work. Mm-hmm. And then... Wow, James Robinson is a sixth running back? Yeah, TJ. What do you have last week? Uh, he had a, yeah, so he had 19 last week and 14 this week. I mean, it, it, from what it seems like, it seems like you have a 
you have a, you have a, a lot of solid players who have a good floor, and then your bench is your bench has a lot of people too. I mean, it's uh, yeah, the bench is definitely interesting. Garrett Wilson yeah, shows a promise Sunday. It's definitely a good problem to have, even though you might yeah. have matchups because you might start the wrong person. But it's yeah, exactly the problem you'd rather have. Um, but the defense and kicker though, thirty-eight points. Yeah, that's that was that was huge. Wow, a touchdown, three interceptions, six sacks, two fumbles recovered. Wow. So I guess it kind of makes up for Brady in his in a way. <laughs> right. It's both, but it's you know, they yeah. just went off, but it's not like they're gonna do that every week. They're not gonna drop 25 points. Of course. Consistently. Um, but Jalen Pearson's just a dog. Jalen Hurts with 35, though. That's uh Wow, James had two 30-point performers. Yep. Yep. Chubb. Wow. I love him. His wide receivers did nothing to either. Yeah. Yeah, that really uh Jefferson last night doing nothing was huge. I needed that. Yeah, it helps that it was a primetime game because uh Kirk Cousins forgets how to play on primetime. Yeah, he uh he definitely that definitely was another factor. He him sucking last night definitely <laughs> was a reason. I was able to sneak this one out. But Jalen Hurts, every time he was on the field, I yeah. was just like, I hate my life. How many rushing yards did he have? Uh, 57. 57. Any of the rushing touchdown? Two rushing Sanders. Touchdown. Oh, he had two. Oh, my God. I forgot that fucking second one. Oh, where He just bullied his way into the end zone. Yeah, that one. Be from you because he has UF Sanders. Wow. Damn, there was a lot going on last night. Then I didn't realize that. Yeah. And Sanders was quiet the entire game. Mm. And then he was getting more touches in like the fourth quarter. And yeah, ten point one, you know. Yeah, no, that's your running back. Forty one out of the two. Aaron Jones just carried that. Well, I mean, your running backs canceled each other out. You both had a yeah. pointer and you both had a ten pointer. Um That's true. Quarterback but, battle, he shit on me. But um it seems like you put the prison into a DEFCON five to ensure the victory. Yeah, the, the prison was definitely on tight lockdown last night. No one got killed in suicide watch. <laughs> no, nobody, <laughs> nobody fell asleep this time. No, okay. this, this time everybody was awake and was like, "All right, we got to make sure we don't have a repeat." Because it definitely could have happened last night. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was nervous the entire time. Yeah, that, it was the longest game probably I've had to watch. Is what it felt. <laughs> So this morning when I was writing up the agenda and looking over everything, I noticed that there's a certain person in first place, and that is you. Yep. One of two teams that are 2-0, and oh, and you are also at the top because you have more points scored than Kieran. But how does it feel to be the one seed? It feels nice. I should definitely appreciate this while it lasts. Whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Breaking. I'm sorry. Hold on. We got some. Oh, my God. There's a trade. We have breaking news in the league right now. I'm very sorry. This is the first uh, in podcast history. Nick DeCicio trades Carson Wentz, Elijah Moore, Jahan Dotson, and Team Glipclop. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Team Glipclop acquires Cam Akers and D-Hop, and Florida Nick acquires Carson Wentz, Elijah Moore, and Jahan Dotson. Nick was saying today in oh, the that he God. wanted to make a trade happen. <sighs> Nick. And there it is. What the fuck you're doing, man? <laughs> Why would he trade Elijah Moore? John Dodson? Oh, I guess John Dodson. Garrett Wilson. Yeah. John Wait, Wentz. Carson Wentz is the fourth quarterback? Yeah, he's had like 27 uh, the first two weeks or something. Holy cow. <laughs> wow. I like the Cam Akers acquisition by Jimmy. Because I feel like he's going to get the ball now. Wow. Whatever. Damn. Back back to this. But I'm sorry. You were saying something <laughs> about being the uh, the one seed. Oh, yeah. No, I should definitely – I'm saying I should appreciate it while it lasts because this is fantasy. And in the blink of an eye, I can be at the bottom of the fucking standings. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I definitely don't want that. Yeah, so we uh, yeah, we sort of have another 12 games left, but, I mean, it's always good getting – I feel like you need at least about 
depends if the points you have. Why well, mm-hmm. get 14? I, I guess you need at least seven wins to make the playoffs. So it doesn't matter how you get them or when you get them. I feel like yeah. you get at least seven. So the fact that you're already almost there. Yeah, um, it, it helps. It's a good uh, it's a good jump, definitely. Good to always definitely a good jump. Um, what made you choose Epstein's prison guard as your name this year? Mm, well, I guess, I don't know. I guess I kind of wanted to be the sleeper in the league and the prison guard was literally the sleeper. Okay. And, you know, look what happened there. Okay. So, so I want to, I want, I want to be that guy. I want to be the sleeper, but I don't want something bad to happen. I want me to win. So who's the Hillary Clinton in this league then? That's who's going to kill the who's going to kill you. Who's going to kill me? Ugh. Who's who's the mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton that we got to look out for in the league? I don't know. I feel like I feel like James Kieran, Fenty. I don't know. I feel like there might be a couple this year. Oh, uh, okay. So it's, it may be plotting. It might be the whole we gotta family. We got to prison on uh, DefCon Five all year then. <laughs> Oh, don't worry, we're gonna have 24-7 lockdowns. That's good. That's good. Uh so looking ahead to next week, you start off with Mr. Hold on, let me see. Let me pull it up. You play Polino. Polino. Visiting Polino next week. Right now mm-hmm. he's projected to win by 8.2 points. Uh let's talk about this matchup. Uh, looking at it first glance, uh, how, how do you like your chances? Um, I don't know. It's, uh, we got, who do we got? We got Brady at Green or Brady Green Bay. Yep. Without Mike Evans though. Yeah. Without Mike Evans is Godwin going to play. I don't know. Mm, they just signed Cole Beasley. Oh yeah. Cole Beasley. All right. Well, he's a little, he's a little rascal. So he'll probably get some, some mm-hmm. targets. Uh, they still got Scotty, Scotty down. Scotty Miller. Yeah. Is he still over there? Let me see. I don't know. I feel like Gronk might come out of retirement. You never know. Scotty Miller is still there, yes. I don't – I mean, I'm not going to – obviously, I have to start Brady, but that's it is what it is. Herbert against Jacksonville. Uh, that could ease – well, is he even going to play? Because doesn't oh. he have, like, broken ribs? Mm. That's right. He has the uh, uh rib cartilage issues. So who who is he? Who else does he have? He doesn't have another quarterback on the roster right now. So interesting. He might be going to waivers there for somebody. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm. Well, if he plays, I don't know. I feel like he might not be the same because he's this there's no way he's better from that. Injury or injuries. Yeah, that's a bad injury. Yeah, I don't know. So I feel like he's not going to play, but if he does, that could be an ugly game. He could drop like 40. Yeah. Because it's in – oh, yeah, it's – He's home. In LA, yeah. Mm. All right. And then we got Aaron Jones at Tampa. Okay. That that might be – That's a – yeah, that's a bit of a – Bit of a conundrum because I have the Bucks defense. Mm. So, well, I mean, is he is he gonna you know drop thirty again? That'd be nice. Yeah, with the Bucks defense. I don't know. I feel like they might not have too much of a factor, but I don't know. I might have to make a little little change there at the defense just in case. Because mm. it's because it's, it's Aaron Rodgers, so that's the other thing he can. Yeah, but they're home though. The Bucks are home. Bucks are home. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting matchup. Um, it seems like running backs have possibly like i don't know the vikings might have a bounce back game in them i'm not sure i was gonna say if the vikings played like they did last night you're fucked i'm gonna, yeah he's gonna drop 50 oh if they remember how to play football i just really he has aj Dillon too 
Oh, he does. That motherfucker. I forgot about that. That's interesting, then, with the goal line work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's <laughs> all right. I got Jamal, so, on the bench. Yep. And oh, have his handcuff. <laughs> wow. Everyone on his team is playing away except for DJ Moore and Herbert. So, that, that's also another interesting wrinkle. Um, Waller, I mean, these are all just weird matchups. I mean, yeah, Joe Mixon against the Jets. What did he do last week? He put up nine. He had like eight points or something because I have him in another league. He didn't do anything. He had 10 points. Yeah. Well, who'd, oh, well, well, the Jets just gave up 30 points to Chubb this week. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I feel like the Jets defense might figure it out this game. But you do have McPherson, though. So I'm, wow, there's a lot of like back and mm-hmm. forth. You got. Yeah, like <laughs> back and forth. Uh, what other common matchups do you guys have? Probably not. I'm probably not going to start Sanders at the RB2. Oh, he has AJ Brown. Or is it AJ Brown? Would you I start Garrett, he, or, or Garrett Wilson? Redskins. <laughs> yeah, Garrett might have to get the start this week because Marquise is playing. Ooh, the Rams. The Rams. Well, Marquise has put up 12 and 10. I mean, that's that's, that's not, yeah, it's not bad. D Hop is still out, so yeah. When does he come back? Week six, week seven, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have a lot of interesting matchups. You have Jamar. Who would you say who'd you say is set in stone on your lineup that you're not moving? Running Definitely back, Jamar. Running back Are, receiver and flex wise. Um Aaron Jones. He's staying. Yep. RB2 is up for debate. Mm-hmm. Definitely just keeping Jamar. Okay. Uh, De- Deontay might be interesting because that's a Thursday night game. Oh, Deontay. Oh, yeah. Deontay against Cleveland. For now, I'm going to say he's staying. Higby staying, obviously. Uh, flex. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you you have some interesting choices to make. Yeah, I have a few uh, because it it depends who I put as my RB two. If I put J Rob as my RB two, then I can put Wilson or Renfro in the flex, and then if I keep Sanders, I can put J Rob in the flex too. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. But then is this the week that, you know, ETN drops 20 and J-Rob drops three? Oh, wait. Wow. I just realized that could be another matchup because he, the Herbert's playing Jacksonville and you could mm-hmm. Jacksonville. Yeah, it's very interesting. Wow. You guys, uh, <laughs> so we have a lot of players in the same games. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that should be interesting. So who do you think wins it? Oh, I, I'm going to win this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> varsity athletes 0 and 2. 0 and 3. He would be able to beat him. Yeah, he'll be 0 and 3. I don't want to, you know, get too cocky, but yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to win this week. 3 0, and he could go to 0 and 3. That's big. Yeah, that's uh, you definitely don't want to come in last right. two years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> After spending 24 hours in the diner, because <laughs> so, I would have killed myself. The next matchup we have is me versus Yurish. What do you think about this one? You versus Yurish. Ah, the scoreboard here. Yeah, versus Yurish. Fantasy. What did you just do? I'm having some technical difficulties here. Okay, schedule. Here we go. So we got you and Yurish. Mm-hmm. 
Lamar, Dalvin, Gibby. This is a looks like a good matchup. Rogers, McCaffrey. Yep, yep, yep. Clyde. Oh my God, Tyreek, Devonta, Fryermuth. Oh my Jesus, Urish. He's got a <laughs> he's got a stacked team. Yeah, he does. He does. Jeez. Uh, I'm scared that this might be the week that McCaffrey breaks out. Uh, McCaffrey against New Orleans. And, and Dalvin Cook breaks out too. So yeah. Oh, against Detroit, yeah. It's, it's one of them. How many points have they given up in the two weeks, Detroit? Who they just played last week, Detroit? The Redskins. Oh, I give it. He put up eleven. I think they put up like twenty plus at the Redskins. Points but, wise, or are you talking about the running backs? I'm talking about the points wise. Oh, they put up. 20. I feel like. Oh, yeah, they put up twenty. So Dalvin could tear through that defense. Right. CD, I like that. Kirk, Tyreek, uh, I don't know. Oh, against Buffalo, that's going to be a tough matchup. Right. That's going to be a tough matchup. I don't know. Uh, is it? I think he's not going to go off like he did this week, but he's Tyreek. He can probably still put up 20. I like Friar Moose. you got Pitts. I love Pitts. That's pretty going, though. Yeah, he's yeah. They, they got to throw him the ball, averaging two point nine points. Yep, that's pretty that's good. That's great in Seattle, he'll definitely get more looks this week. Hopefully, uh, Colts defense, Kansas City, Mark. Yeah, we're we're working on that. As I say, you might want to change that because that <laughs> we're working on that. <laughs> that could be a negative uh, negative twenty. Yeah, that's the, something we're looking at right now. And then Steelers defense at Cleveland. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm scared of a touchdown of a pick six there. That's true. Uh, who do you got? Matt Gay. Uh, kickers, you know. Depends how the teams are doing. I'll be Rodgers at Tampa. That's going to be – I hope for my sake Rodgers doesn't go off because I have Tampa's defense. Mm-hmm. So that might help me, and then it'll help you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I like uh, Clyde against Indiana. I do like that. CMC, I like, but I do like Dalvin against Detroit. Right, this could be, this might be a shootout this game. Well, who are you thinking, though? Who, you, what, what? who am I thinking? Uh, I think uh, by the eye test, I'm going to go with Yurish. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Definitely going to go with Yurish. Next matchup we have is Angelo versus Nasty Nick. Angelo versus Nasty. See what do we got here? This computer is a dinosaur. All right, oh, Angel starred Matt Ryan. <laughs> He's playing Angelo. <laughs> Let's see. So we'll start with we'll start with Angelo's team. Matt Ryan at Kansas City or home at home against Kansas City. And you know, that's a tough one that could go poorly. Then again, Kansas City's defense gives up a lot of yards, so it could he could do somewhat decent. I think Pittman might be out though. I, I'm not sure if he's going to be back. Oh. You can just throw screens to JT. JT, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got big dick. He's gonna. He's definitely having a rebound game. Mm-hmm. Definitely against Vegas. And if they just gave up a 20-point lead. Yes. Uh, Jeff Wilson. I guess because Mitchell's out. I mean, Denver sucks. But it's Jeff Wilson. I don't know how good he is. Who's he on? Niners. No, I'm saying, who does he have on the other? No, he doesn't have any other running backs on his bench. Um, 
Um, Amari, no, Pittsburgh. They're at home. Not bad. Uh, Kelsey. Kelsey's Kelsey. He'll probably have like 15 points. Oh, wow. That's a that's a good tight end battle. Yeah. Mark Andrews versus Mark Trump. Andrews against Kelsey and Andrews is in uh, <clears throat> New England. Mm. But then I like I like Burrow at the Jets. Jonathan Taylor against Kansas City. That oh no, when the, Jets, when the Jets played the Bengals last year, that was the Mike White game. Mm-hmm. That's when the Jets, I think, won that like at the end of the game. Wait, did Joe Burrow? Oh, no, he he played against them. Yeah, he no, he played that game. He played that game. I don't think he. I think he did well, but. Uh, three touchdowns, two hundred fifty-nine yards. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah, that's like twenty points. Uh, Rashad, I don't like Rashad. At running back. Yeah, that, but that. I like Jalen. I like Gabe Davis. I like Andrews. I like T. Browns defense against Pittsburgh. Well, Angels got 49ers defense against Denver. I like that. I like the I like the defense in favor of Nick. I mean of Angelo. Mm-hmm. And then Greg Joseph. I'll definitely take him over. Kid uh, York. Kid York. I, I'm going with Mondello this week. Yeah, Nick's projected a lot. 115. Mm-hmm. Angel's not even projected 100. Yeah, I think uh, I think Angel should try and find a running back. Maybe move like Hunt to your RB two, and then put somebody else in your flex. Well, Keenan Allen might be out next week. He could. He's got Corey Jarvis. He's not transferred Jarvis. Maybe. Put, I mean, he could put somebody. I feel Ooh. like it'll be better. Anybody will be better than Jeff Wilson as his RB. Like, move Hunt to his RB2. Well, Jeff Wilson's a starter. Yeah, I know, but Hunt will probably have two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so, you're saying Nick in this one? Mm-hmm. On to the next one. Uh, Going nasty. Versus Fenty. This, this one looks like it's going to be a big game. A lot of wide receivers here. What'd you say? Jimmy versus Fenty? Mm-hmm. Lip Club versus Thunderstruck. All right, let's see here. <clears throat> okay. So we got Kyler against the Rams. That might be tough. Jalen at Washington. I like that. Montgomery against Houston. I like that. Montgomery was he's he's uh he's he's quick. Yeah, he put up 15 last week, so solid outing. Uh, mm-hmm. Saquon at home against Dallas. Was that primetime game, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. Dallas's defense is it's it's good, but I feel like Saquon is a beast. Michael Carter at home against Cincinnati. Uh, and we got Chubb. I love Chubb. Jefferson and Cup. That's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, that's going to be really good. Devonte and Cooks. I think Devontae's going to have a bounce back week. Um, Schultz Knox. Uh, Schultz, I think, is yeah, – he he's, might not play. Yeah, I don't think, I he's, think he's hurt. Yeah, so Jim Knox. Pick up uh... – I like Knox against Miami. Um, Elijah and Drake. Well, James doesn't have Elijah anymore because he just traded him. Oh, yeah, you're right. So he has – what do you get? Uh, well, no one that could stay. He could put Cam Akers there, I guess. Okay, so say he puts Cam Akers there. Um, Cowboys at the Giants. Wow, he's at the Cowboys defense. I don't believe it. I mean, he's got a – I feel like that's a smart move. It's, you know, Daniel Jones will probably throw a pick or two. Yeah, yeah I guess, actually. They, they might end up with, like, eight or nine points, which are solid. 
And then the Bills against Miami, I like the Bills in that. Right. So I'm going to have to go with this one. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with uh, uh, Fenty on this one. Wow. Sorry, Jimmy. Interesting. On to the next matchup, Florida Nick versus Adam. Florida Nick versus Adam. What do we got here? Let's see. All right. Carr and Mahomes. Najee and Fournette. Javante and Zeke. Debo and Judy. Juju, Terry. Hawk and Everett. Jacoby and Josh. Broncos, Panthers. Trader and Suck Up. So I like my homes there. Yeah, but Adam. Do something good. Uh, Judy. Lenny. Judy. Zeke, Debo, Terry, Hawk. And then you got Derek Carr. Trader, Panthers defense. uh, That might give up a lot. Jacoby Myers, that's a tough one. He put up 15 last week. Yeah. But I feel like he's not going to do that consistently. Well, he might. He's the he's the number one guy. True. Then they got uh, what's his name? They got Aguilar, right? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. He's not the number. Yeah, you're right. Al Gore. Debo. Yep. Judy. Judy. Is he playing? Is he? Or is he injured? I'm not sure he might I know he got hurt. No, he might be out. I think I have to go with uh, Adam on this one. So Nick drops to zero and three. Oof. I'm gonna have to go with that yeah. on the eye test, yeah. But they, you never know; it's anything can happen. Of course, of course. And on to the last matchup: John Polino versus Kieran. Why <laughs> John is only projected 92 points? 92. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Is running Let's back? Look at this matchup. John. Rashid White, that's tough. Ooh, Gaul- Ooh wow. Gainwell. Diggs, like that. Williams, I like that. Dallas, like that. Curtis Samuel. And Russ. Uh, is Russ going to – is this the game where Russ drops like 30? He's definitely due for that early season. He's, he's due for that. Yeah. They're home too. Eckler is probably going to have like 20 points. Cordell is good. I like that. Pittman's questionable. So I guess he can throw in. Karen's got some people on his bench. He can throw in. Uh, Almond Rod. I like that. Cole. He's good. Uh, Sutton. He's got that Sutton and Russ combination. And then Saints defense against the Panthers. I guess that all depends on if CMC is CMC. Packers defense, Tampa Bay. That's that's tough. Uh, Josh Allen, I like that. The QB, I'm going with John on this one, but overall, I'm going with Kieran. Yeah, it. I mean, it depends if Keenan Allen plays because if Keenan Allen doesn't play again, Mike Williams could put up a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Diggs and uh, Allen. Diggs can easily put up a lot. They could put up sixty points mm-hmm. or more together. So. It really depends on uh on how basically Allen and Diggs do because that seems to be powering his team considering his running he doesn't have any starting running backs. Yeah, this is gonna be uh to me another interesting week, to say the least. Not bad, not bad. Um so so far I've been asking everyone who do you think is gonna be the fantasy champ and the fantasy loser? Fantasy champ. Fantasy champ. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to, I'm, I'm for fantasy champ. I'm gonna go with me. I, th- I think this is my year. It's it's been a rough few years for me in the past. Okay. But I think if my team stays healthy and I make the right roster moves every week, I think I could take it. Interesting. I think I could take it this year. And what about the loser? The loser. I think as of right now, I think I have to go for the loser, and I hate to say it. 
Nikki D. Yep, it's looking like that. I just, you know, first year blues, I guess. It happens to the best of us. But <clears throat> bounce back definitely from it. But then again, you know, all it takes is like a couple injuries for his team to not being last and somebody else to being last. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, real quick, <laughs> and then it's gonna suck. Real quick, two words to describe the Mets, or three words. I should give you. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to say let's win it. Oh, I thought they were gonna say let's go Mets. That's why I said. Oh no, let's win it, baby. Hey, um, let's win hey. it. This is the year. And how you feel about the Jets? Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. This the end of the game this week was electric. I mean, the Browns just fucking blew that one. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to see the team be one and one and not zero and two. Yep, that's always. So hopefully, that's hopefully that's a good a big momentum booster for them, and they can. But we have a tough matchup against Cincy, who's coming off a couple bad first two weeks. So yeah, it should be an interesting good. matchup. Yeah, so they're definitely do. They're going to be coming out swinging. Um, oh, get Flacco. Exactly. So that's all I got. I appreciate it, Mr. Mareski, coming on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed your time here. And uh, good luck in week three. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Uh, good luck to you. Good luck to everybody else. Peace yeah. out.